Hello and welcome to another Team Gomez podcast. I'm Anthony. I'm Maria. And on today's episode of Conflicting Conflicts, we're talking about marriage versus children. <laughs> um, so, of course, me and Maria do not currently have children. So it's kind of hard for us to talk about this particular topic all by ourselves. So I'm so excited. What we did for today's episode is actually we had to split it into two parts. We interviewed two other couples who have three kids each. Mm-hmm. One has a family of all girls. One has a family of all boys. Yeah. Just to be able to get some uh, interesting perspectives. And uh, both of these conversations were such a blessing. Yeah. And the families were such a blessing. Yeah. Sweet. Sweet as oh my can be. Yeah. They're both beautiful families. <laughs> and we didn't plan it. The we, whole boy and girl thing. Yeah, that, that just, just happened. happened. <laughs> which is so great because it's two different perspectives yeah. on like parenting girls and then parenting and boys, boys and so. the effects that has on the marriage yes yes so today we get to talk to the solices um who have three beautiful little girls and um we just get to hear a little bit about their story and find out how they balance you know their parenting and at the same time how it affects their relationship, how it affects their communication, their connection, and the things, the kind of things that they do to kind of help cultivate for them, you know, and what works for them. Um, we do want to give a disclaimer, though, before we get started, my love. What was the disclaimer? Oh, yeah, that um, there's mostly listeners who don't have children, right? And um, we still wanted you as you listen, you know, these are good nuggets you can take as even as a married couple, you know, mm-hmm. there's still perspectives that you can glean off mm-hmm. as um, you hear, you listen to these stories or um, listen to their perspective or it can help you if you're preparing for children, you know, mm-hmm. the balance, um, balancing, you know, your relationship with marriage and then your relationship with your children. Yeah. Um, another thing is, is that not every family is the same. So these are just advices that you can get, but you don't have to compare yourself to them. Like Mm -hmm. every relationship, every marriage is different. Mm -hmm. Um, Parents, every parent is different in how they discipline and how they, you know, treat their children. Um, Like we were listening to the interview with the Solises and Carissa was saying every family is their own universe. Yeah. So it's like... Things that they may do, you may not agree with, and you may do it different, and that's okay. That's okay. That's there's, okay. There's not one standard. There's, yes. There, family is not supposed to be a cookie cutter type right. thing. Right. I also have another disclaimer just on me being a nerd. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I want to uh, let everybody know these. Uh, this particular interview and the next interview, they were rec- the audio was recorded through iPhones. So. <laughs> Uh, it's not professional equipment. Um, I try to get the best quality as possible, but of course, you may hear some imp- imperfections, and that's because they're recorded on phones. Don't judge me. Okay. <laughs> All, right. All right. So, without further ado, um, here are the Solises sharing with us how they balance uh, the conflicting priorities of marriage versus children. <laughs> First, let me start off by thanking you guys so much for joining us during this conversation and just your willingness to be transparent and just to share your life experiences. I'm pretty sure there's lots of people that are going to be blessed by 
your guys' wisdom and advice. Mm -hmm. Uh, But let's jump right into it. So we're talking about uh, marriage versus children, conflicting priorities. Because we, in marriage, we know that there has to be a balance between making sure your marriage is um, your marriage is still cultivated, and there's romance, and there's you know honesty and transparency and teamwork mm-hmm. and respecting one another and loving one another, and that you know because you know spouses have needs, and at the same time, children can just demand so much attention, and sometimes they can demand more attention than a spouse, mm-hmm. and so I think there's a lot of times people find themselves unbalanced with you know their spouse is usually um neglected Mm. uh because the children are having so much attention and they're so you know like i need this i need this i need this oh i had to do this with the kids i had to do that with the kids and it's like 9 p.m and you finally got time to yourself but you're all it's all super exhausted you know it's a very common thing i only know this because i watch movies and then (laughs) 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 um so from your guys experience um what are some things to help you guys find balance and when 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 there's conflict in that area yeah i don't i don't know if i think um being married and having kids is super easy <laughs> so there's no reason to have this podcast today, so. no but there's a reason why there was a show called married with children mm-hmm. back in the day and it was infamous yeah it wasn't it wasn't famous for good reasons and i think it's just because it brought the nasty part the bad mm-hmm. parts and needless to say it is very challenging and and there are there's never the the day has 24 hours and everybody needs to sleep and we need to work and we need to be present and sometimes it feels like there's not enough time there's not enough hours in the day so how do you how do you prioritize the time how do you make time for work and kids and eye contact with your wife <laughs> and it's it it is it is something that I don't have an answer to, but I can share my experience, right? So um, I think that, you know, having my wife here next to me, it's, 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 you're going to keep me honest, <laughs> which, which is, which is dangerous, but my, I have my foot in his ankle, <laughs> <laughs> which is dangerous. But I think, I think life experiences are make other people empathetic right and make other people say hey i'm there too you know or or it's it's something that that i didn't know other people went through and i think something that helped us when we started was other people sharing with us that it's not a walk in the park Mm. or sharing with us that it's it's not all flowers and rainbows. Mm-hmm. So walking into parenthood with that concept makes the blow or makes the pain because there is pain mm-hmm. and there is you know there are seasons where you will be tired or you will doubt yourself or or think what am I doing or am I am I capable of doing this? Yeah. yeah. You know much easier or a little less less painful um but um parenthood is not painless parenthood is not um uh free of suffering um but i i I really think that 
And it's super cliche. It's a one day at a time process. Mm-hmm. Like for me, it's a one day at a time process. And and I didn't know when our oldest, Violeta, she's she's 12. She's going to be 13 in November. The day I held her, it was it was like the most precious thing that somebody's giving me. Mm-hmm. And then instead of being happy, which I was, my mind rushes it on what's going to happen if I can't provide? What's going to happen mm-hmm. if I drop her? Yeah. What's going to happen if, you know, so it's like all these negative thoughts of, 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 of. Like not, fear of failing. Yes. Not being able. What happens if? What, what's going to happen if? You know, and then little by little, you find that okay, I can do this. Yeah, it's it's learning a day at a time, and and relying in God, like relying mm. in in just confessing your 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 lacks, confessing yeah. that you're not you know willing, you're not capable, a hundred percent to do this on your own, and then I think that's why I think that. You know, being a single parent, you you need double grace from God. Yeah. Is that you need your partner? Yeah. You need your your my. I need my wife, or or you know, I I try to 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 help my wife the most I can because I think that she's in 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 our dynamic in the Solis dynamic. She has been the cornerstone. She has been the bedrock in mm. our partnership. Yeah. Oh, that's that's points right there. That's, that's points. That's, that's points that's right there. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad we got this on tape. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so. You know, I think one thing that I just kept hearing while you were talking, hon, is is I think no one is going to do it the same. Mm-hmm. You know, our life is not going to be everyone else's life. What works for us isn't going to work for everyone else. Right. Because every family is a universe, right? And I think one thing that helps keep the balance, aside from our personal relationship with Jesus, because he is the source of life, right? Um, Is realizing that nothing lasts forever. Yeah. Mm. Realizing that the family life, the affair of doing family is cyclical. And there is like, we have moments where we feel like, man, this is a sweet spot. We're on point. Like everybody's sleeping through the night. Yeah. Everybody's behaving and getting along, <laughs> you know? And then right when we get to that sweet spot, somebody changes. Oh, pre, pre-teens, you know? Yeah. Puberty, um, you know, teething, you know? And, and, and so everything is so cyclical that when the difficulty is present, we're like, okay, if we could just hang on through this little critical period, mm-hmm. um, we can make it to the next thing, mm-hmm. you yeah. know. And 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 I think that's been so helpful for us because when we had Violeta, everything was new. She was our first. We had been married eight months. Okay. Um, and because of you know our situation in life, um, we just wanted to start a family right away. Mm-hmm. And so we went for Violeta. She came into our world and we were holding newlyweds and newly parents Mm. together. Yeah. And that wasn't exactly easy Mm -hmm. because there was so much that we needed to work out in our own relationship. We barely knew each other. Yeah. Mm. We dated long distance for three years. 
All um, dated long distance for three yep, years. Yeah, for three yes. years. And then, so when we would see each other, it was like holiday. Yeah. And I was like, ooh, where are we going to go? Where are we going to eat? Who are we going to see? <laughs> every you know? time you guys were together, it was like, it felt like, like new and exciting. Right. Yes. So it was like a party every time we were together. And then when we got married and we started our life abroad, I was facing a cross-cultural difficulty. Mm. I was facing the loneliness of leaving my tribe and my family and my sort of identity over here. And now I became a mom, you know? So I wasn't only Mrs. Solis, I was mom now without my mom. Mm. And so that was just hard to face. Had somebody told me, hang on, this is just a period in your life. Mm -hmm. This is just a window of time. This will begin to not feel new anymore. You will begin to have time again, right? You're just slowing your pace down for a moment. Then maybe my my weariness and my stress and my difficulty through it wouldn't have felt so heavy. Mm. But I didn't know that. So there was so much pressure to get it right the first time that I think we kind of, we didn't give each other a lot of grace. No. Because it was like, we got to get this right the first time, you know? We don't want to mess this child up. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and then by the... T- it was by the book. Yes. So everything was by the book. And, you know, what to expect when you're expecting, you know, mm-hmm. highlights, you know, just taking notes. Mm-hmm. Lamaze. All the while, <laughs> who is this person, right? Yeah. yeah. So, it, you know, there, we had a lot of things working against us yeah but i think that just going back to the bedrock of like how any relationship is going to thrive is just every day putting your forgiveness coat on every day putting your love and mercy hat on you know it's like when it got bad and we were like what are we doing who are you how do we get here we're just like okay we know that love and mercy and forgiveness is gonna push us through to and the not next just point. towards each other right so when you think of forgiveness you think of okay i gotta put this grace coat on to forgive you mm-hmm. right but to forgive yourself yes that's you good. know I, th- I think sometimes you feel like such a bad parent and a parent that feels like a bad parent every once in a while is a good parent <laughs> i don't know if that makes sense yeah i feel like i mean because I, I hear this saying sometimes about like you have to question your relationship with God if you're sinning and don't feel conviction. Mm. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. if you're if you're conviction free but you know you're out there doing things you shouldn't have, mm-hmm. it's like, okay, what's your relationship with the Holy Spirit for real? The Holy yeah. Spirit brings conviction. Right, right. So yeah, I totally get that. Like if you're a parent and you don't have this fear of like Am I doing this okay? Mm-hmm. Right. Then it's all like, okay, wait, hard check. Do you actually even really care about what you're doing? Right. 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 Absolutely. And then in that spiral, you can fall into feeling, well, I, I'm not good enough. Mm-hmm. I'm not good enough. Um, there's, you know, why, you know, why did we do this? But there's this grace and this forgiveness that has to go towards yourself too and say hey i i have what it takes otherwise god would have not given me this gift you know i'm a steward for a reason and then get back up and just try again and try again you know and and there are little things where you just feel that god just takes you there to rely on him Mm -hmm. and that's i think where you marry your relationship with god and family life Mm. Because I think before having kids, you 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 figure that 
my relationship with God is just my quiet time or it's just my me moment. But you live your relationship with God in each dynamic inside the household. The way that you talk to your kids, the way that you talk to your wife, the time that you're spending with your wife, right? The priorities that you give towards some things. And and it's it's a, it's a process of stripping yourself from what you used to give yourself. Mm-hmm. Like I, I used to, and it's something that is still very, very um, in the works, is I tend to recharge by myself. You know, I tend to want to spend time with myself, go watch TV, you know, be what reading the news or something that is for myself. But then I struggle with the guilt of spending time with my wife, hmm. spending time with my kids, right? And and work. So all of those um, aspects are such a fine, you know, it's it's such a thin balance that it's it's you need god you need wisdom to be able to navigate all of that you know because if you neglect yourself you're not at 100% for your wife you're not at 100% for your kids at work and then you look like the saint that is always available for everybody else but then you're neglecting your your own mm-hmm. needs yeah right so i think for me that's that's it's it's a work in progress um but I think that's something that we've been able to see. And I think that's something Carissa has helped me see too. Because I think having somebody that is direct and vocal. And I think she's she's learned how to address these things without offending me. And I've grown to listen to those things without being offended a little bit better too. Yeah. Because you can just tend to just shut down, right? So that's I think that's that's for me something that's been a a work in progress i think the the idea of like taking care of yourself then your family you're right so it's like there's such a a ripple there's such a ripple in that and i struggled a lot because i think i think i came from a family dynamic that was quite codependent and i didn't know how to be by myself and so i took him wanting to be by himself offensive I like mm. it triggered a little bit that little girl inside is like don't don't reject me you know don't don't leave me alone take care of me you know and there were many times where I would look to him to meet a need that I could meet myself mm. or that God could meet or that a friend could meet and so I went from this idea of like being single and then getting married and only looking to him to meet my needs and that's just not realistic like one person cannot meet all your needs unless they're jesus you know and even in that jesus uses the body of christ right yep. so there's no way one person could fulfill all of your needs and it was very difficult for me to face that like i hadn't given myself permission for that and the realization that i needed to do that came when i noticed in my daughters mm. that same fear mm. and they'd be like where are you going mommy why do you want time by yourself? What do we do? Like they felt punished mm-hmm. because I had created this kind of codependency as well. And have you the nature of our life, homeschooling, they're always with me. So mm-hmm. it's like they never got to see what that looked like. And so I think that balancing marriage and parenting 
the the clarity of how they both needed to be held came when I realized that for me to show them what healthy like self-care is and you know time with daddy is healthy by like daddy and I need to be by ourselves because it's healthy right we need to spend time together date each other cultivate our relationship nourish right the things that God has put in our care too that don't have to do all the time with you guys and by modeling that to them it's like I was teaching them something I hadn't been taught Mm. I don't don't know if that makes sense but yeah it's like there is a temptation of like, oh, we're just this big family that always needs to be doing the, everything together all at once, right? And we were for a long time, yep. and we still are, and we're still correcting that that area mm-hmm. of codependence. But we're learning. We are learning it would to be okay, mm-hmm. being ourselves and and being by ourselves and spending some time together and saying no, you know, to stuff that from the outside it's like. You're saying no to spending time with your daughter. <laughs> What's wrong? What's wrong with you? But it's you have to prioritize prioritize that. There are times, there are daddy daughter times, and there are daddy only times, and there's daughter only times, and it's okay. Mm-hmm. That last part of it's okay is something that is very recent in our like parenthood education mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. yeah so because it's it's that's something we've stumbled on because we saw the reaction of when we wanted to be together and they couldn't partake in that yeah and there was just this like you know abandonment almost in that. yeah yeah let's right. let's go throw the garbage as a family together it's like <laughs> no that is not normal <laughs> i will go through the garbage by myself yeah and it's okay yeah so that's it it's an extreme right but it's it's the perfect analogy of not everything is you know not not everything we don't need to do everything as a family Whatever and that comes easier as they've gotten older right so like with camila she's one years old i can't exactly tell her hey <laughs> go figure your life out for <laughs> 20 minutes yeah. you know yeah, like she's yeah. still attached to my body half of the time so that's hard with her but because we have the mentality that this is just a critical window of time it's not gonna last forever we're just like we we have to pull from our well right we have to mm-hmm. dig deeper for that and so right now she's still in our bed <laughs> and that's hard it infringes on some things so we have to get creative we have to be purposeful you know and and we have to trust each other enough that we could be vulnerable and be like i need this or i need that you know and because he may not always think of what i need right he comes home tired he works a very traditional eight to you know eight to six sometimes (laughs) eight to eight sometimes (laughs) and uh you know there may be a night where he's really tired but you know i i really need that neck massage and and it's okay to infringe a little bit you know but then there may be a night where vice versa you know and so unfortunately there's no simple answer you know it's it's an onion and maybe other people have very clear lines and boundaries but i feel like it is a day-by-day thing 
that we're continually going back to the drawing board and editing and saying, okay, is this working for us now in this mm-hmm. stage of our life? Mm-hmm. Does this work for this kid? Does this work for the type of work you're doing right now? Maybe at work it's more hectic yeah. this month than another month. And he really needs to come home to silence, you know? And so mm-hmm. it's just different. It's always different. It's alive and growing, you know? And so there's no easy cookie cutter answer, but... Um, I think the stronger the friendship and the stronger the trust, then we could be vocal about things and try to work those things out. Mm-hmm. Um, like right now, Violeta is going through a very rigorous dance schedule and it's it's taking a bit of a toll. Mm-hmm. And there's an opportunity there to be like, I'm tired, you know, or you drive or you, you know, but it's like we know it's a period of time that we're going to have to buckle down and it's going to be some late, you know, weeks but we've done it before, you know. Right. There's there's a rest stop coming yes. coming up soon. And for the joy set you know? before us, we're like, all right, we're gonna yes. get there, Good. and we're gonna care for each other through this because it's gonna be a little intense, especially with a one year old. Um, I did want to ask, where do you guys find the balance when it comes to dating each other and cultivating your time together? Right? Because it's like mm. you guys are great. At the parent aspect Now mm. where do you guys Find a time to be like Okay mm. It's us time mm-hmm. Let's We're mm-hmm. FaceTiming together What What are we gonna do How do we do it You mm. know mm-hmm. What days do you guys Set aside Or yeah. Is it like a schedule thing yeah. That you that Like Like you said Like clean Borders yeah, Or you know Boundaries and stuff I, or? You know When When Juliet Turned about three That's our middle mm-hmm. Our middle child We got really good at that yeah. You know, I felt like we hit a sweet spot where it was like every week, you know, we had a real sweet gig with my mom. She was living nice. in Illinois still. And it was like just very easy to dump the kids off on the weekends <laughs> and have every weekend to ourselves. Mm. You know, that changed for us when she moved away. Mm. And it became very uncomfortable to ask for help, mm-hmm. you know, for because there are babies and, you know, we don't we're not mm-hmm. we're not really good at being like, hey, can you take my kids for the weekend? You know, yeah, and yeah, so yeah. having my dad live with us for a while before sort of helped where we could do like a midweek date mm-hmm. or just kind of get away for coffee. So we'd get away mm-hmm. for coffee on Friday nights or I'd drive into the city, meet him after work and we'd go to our little favorite Italian spot, uh, yeah. Italy over mm-hmm. there downtown. And we love doing that. I feel like once COVID came and Camila was born, because she was born December, it's mm. been incredibly hard for us to get away from our kids. Mm. Okay, so that's a struggle we're having right now. We just recently moved as well mm-hmm. and are mm-hmm. sort of remaking a community life for us. So yeah. there's not anybody that we feel we can just leave our kids with. No, for sure. So what we try to do is once the kids are in bed and Camila's asleep, mm-hmm. then we kind of have a little like staycation date. Yeah, that's you good. Know? That's good. Yeah. So whether it's like a little after dinner treat that only him and I have. Um, yeah. And then, you know, or a special movie that he, I know he's been wanting to see and we'll set it up. <laughs> um, or other things, you know, that are a little more intimate. So we try to set it up once Camila's sleeping. But since she's 15 months, that just started probably like very recently. Yeah. Like it's been, it's hard with a newborn because yeah. she's yeah. just unpredictable. And just to just to give the the listeners the timeline, I think we have a we have a twelve almost thirteen year old, a seven year old, 
and a, and a one and a half year old, right? Mm -hmm. So it's big gaps on all three with very different needs for yeah, all three. And they're all girls. And yeah. they're all <laughs> girls. So they all have all kinds of emotional <laughs> All <laughs> kinds of emotional <laughs> stages. Four girls. Yeah. Yes. Y'all gonna girls. pray for Goose. <laughs> Coco and I yeah. are the only Our male, dog Coco. The only buddies here in the house. We just go and you know, go for walks and cry together and just, <laughs> you know, but we are not the example of self-care. Mm. We are not, the, we are not the example mm -mm. for anybody on how to do it right. Yeah. But we are the example for, you know, what we've done wrong and, and, and what are the things that, you know, we've messed up on. And, and, and we, I, I don't have a problem saying that like if you don't prioritize quality time it takes a toll mm -hmm. and that's happened to us many 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 times mm -hmm. you know just coming home to just check out mm -hmm. and not spend quality time you get in a rut takes a toll because you're so exhausted it's more work to try to create a mood mm -hmm. and create an atmosphere that you're just like Hey, I'll catch you on Saturday, all right? Mm. And then you're just like so exhausted, you know? Mm -hmm. um, so I agree, honey, and I appreciate that. Yeah. That statement. We're not the example of prioritizing. And I think this is something we've just uncovered moving into our new home. Because for the first time, we're not living with either of our parents. Mm. His parents lived very close to us when we were in Spain. So there was always like any spare time was like sucked in by the family. Mm -hmm. And then in a good way, but just like you forget like, yeah. oh, we need yeah. some time on our own too, yeah. you know, because um, it just becomes your normal. And yeah. then now we've just moved into our own place and we're just like oh we actually could decide what we want to do with our time yeah, you know yeah. and so we're really trying to be better about this it's really cute because our 12 year old will even be like I'll, I'll hang out with the little ones and you know you guys can go for a drive or something we're like honey we can't leave you alone like she even thinks so of it mature. for us you know? yeah she's very yeah. thoughtful yeah um, reminds me of that movie yesterday Yes. Have you guys seen they yesterday? Love oh, that's yeah. one of oh my gosh. Yeah, when they left, what was it, the twelve year old to be in charge of the other ones? I'm like, really? The, right? the chaos that yeah. broke out. All the stuff that the twelve year old trying to be responsible. <laughs> oh no, yeah. No, 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 no. That's that's a hard that's a tricky place because we don't want to take advantage mm -hmm. of her. Being spontaneous versus scheduling things. Like I would be all for scheduling things, although mm -hmm. they take all of the spontaneity and yeah. well you would think it would take the romance away right but then making the time having a special day having the day you look forward to mm -hmm. i think those are things that you learn to appreciate mm -hmm. i've sucked at it i've been really bad at it i think that i've wanted to be spontaneous every once in a while and just like surprise i'm terrible to surprise yeah like what do you mean by like, like First of all, I don't enjoy being surprised. Oh. And so... And I'm a bad liar. <laughs> so just combine the two. It's just not the best combo. Sherlock know? Holmes here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm like... She's real good to connect some dots. Yeah, mm -hmm. I just... I can pick up on any little, like, <laughs> thing that doesn't feel normal, you know? Like, if he comes home early, why are you home early? You know? <laughs> I'm here to be with you. It's like, why? You're welcome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
So yeah. Yeah. So we we have to schedule things more than be spontaneous. So that spon- spontaneous with a 15 month old doesn't always work for us. No. For, but for, you know, give it a couple months. Yeah. We're starting to like peek our heads out of water. Like as you can see, she's sleeping. Yeah. Now. Hallelujah. She's been sleeping for mm-hmm. like over an hour. So so that's good. Yeah. I don't know if that answers your question or not. Yeah, I mm. think it's great. I think because every I think every marriage is different, right? Mm-hmm. For some marriages, they thrive off spontaneity. Mm-hmm. Like, wow, we're going out today, you know. It's and for some other couples, they're they're actually very hard to plan because it's like right. we have so much in our plate. Um, uh, where can we? So it has to be spontaneous. But right. there are some people who actually thrive off planning because mm-hmm. it's like okay like you were saying Gus like I'm looking forward to this day we circle yes. it on the calendar and some people use calendars right mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. Yes. okay we do you very know. much look at our fridge yes. back here yes <laughs> like calendars come so handy for yes. some yeah. for a lot of people right because it's like okay Monday here with this family Tuesday here mm-hmm. then Saturday is heart which is hubby day or wifey day so um, yeah yeah I feel like the the kids also respect it a little more. Yes. Yeah. You know? They have a clear understanding. Especially when they're older and they understand yeah. the time. Yeah. And they're like, oh, you know what? That's We're going to do our own time, thing tonight yeah. because mom and dad are going to be together tonight. Yeah. So it, it kind of helps once they get bigger, too. Is, yes. Yeah. Agreed. No, this was good. Thank you guys so much for yeah. your time. Thank you. Wow. That was... Oh my gosh! <laughs> so many uh, like good nuggets. It's it's weird because I know we gave that disclaimer in the beginning, mm-hmm. and it's like for people who are single who don't have children, aren't married yet, or even for married couples who don't have children yet, mm-hmm. or maybe married couples who just started having children. children. Right, right. You know, right. and it's almost kind of like here's some good healthy advice to know what to expect, and I think the main expectation to have. Is to have no expectations. It's kind of like a double-sided coin, yeah, right? Yeah. Um, you just have to figure out what works for your family. Mm-hmm. And um, I was so appreciative of their honesty and transparency. Yeah. It seems like, um, you know, it, they may have their like individual way of doing things, mm-hmm. but I think what's important is that they find and continue to find what works for them. What makes their family gel? You know, um, and they were also saying like they haven't mastered it yet, right? So I feel like that also should bring a lot of comfort because you know you sometimes hear. Well, I know for me, um, I have a lot of friends who are married and have children. Like Mm -hmm. I should, I should get it by now. Like I'm, I'm on my fifth child. That you know, there should be a groove. Mm -hmm. And true, there there should be a groove. But show yourself grace, like. You're always going to be learning. You're always, especially when they get older, right? Mm Because it's like emotions change, personalities. I mean, personalities change. So it's, um, you're just growing with them. Like, I just feel like there's always different seasons. So it's, uh, it's showing yourself that grace throughout each season. And And I think that's so good because, um, as I feel like as a parent, they never I don't I don't think you get to the point like I made it. Yeah. I'm I'm gonna give myself the parent award or the the greatest spouse award, yeah, right? Like yeah. I heard a pastor once say, um, you're always a student of your mm. wife 
you're always a student of your children Mm -hmm. like you're always learning so it's like as you continue that mentality i think it should always go a bit more smoother right because you're always you're a student so you're always gonna learn you're never i mean yeah you'll get your diploma your Mm -hmm. like even as you get your master's you're still learning yeah i think uh one key phrase they said um like Gus was that Gus pointed out was like we have to take it to consideration and we learned this particular number later that they've been together or married for 14 years mm-hmm. and he stated just recently like she's learning how to say things in a way that doesn't offend him mm-hmm. and he's learning how to not take offense at some mm-hmm. of the things that she says but I, even you know 12 13 years into it to understand and actually realize that again this is something they're still figuring out some couples may have got it right away but doesn't mean everybody gets it but right every away. couple's different every couple's every different couple's the different. only expectation you can really have is to have no expectations um and not to have not expect your spouse to understand and to know and to realize and to respect and love right away you gotta it, it is such a learning process and I think that's one of the reasons why the Bible describes love as patient, patient first. Kind, yeah. Patient as, and kind. Like, love is patient and kind. Like, it's so funny that those are the two words because we can show patience, right? Mm-hmm. But not kindness. Or we can show kindness, but not patience. Like, yeah. we can literally lose our cool. Yeah. And I think it's taking it one day at a time like you guys are still learning each other yeah. as a couple and i mean one no thing that i did yeah still learning one, yeah yeah one thing that i appreciate they also said like um when they got married they were only married for like eight months and then they had their first baby so it's like i'm still learning my husband you know mm-hmm. i'm still learning you but now i have to put my mommy role and learn how to be a mom as well for this beautiful creation mm-hmm. you know so it's like that's something hard to juggle you know especially when you're still a newlywed yeah and you you you, you, you have your first kid so i really appreciate that because i mean there kind of is no manual book like these are five steps to be the most amazing wife and mother <laughs> yeah. or amazing husband and father like yeah. it's just you kind of just grow yeah and you're still learning yourself mm-hmm. you know i feel like even as adults single mm-hmm. you'll even in your 30s you're still learning so much about yourself yeah you know you're still healing you're still growing it's like shedding you're still shedding your old skin yeah so yeah, this was good. It was such a great conversation. <laughs> and we were actually there for hours. Yeah. I mean, we only recorded about 30 minutes for the conversation, mm-hmm. but we were there for hours. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had such a great time with the Salisas, and they have a beautiful home mm-hmm. and three beautiful little girls. Yeah. Shout out. Shout out to Violeta, Julieta, and Camila. You girls are amazing. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I think it was beautiful. Yeah. I think, um, yeah. Show yourself grace. I just keep on hearing grace. Grace upon grace upon grace (laughs) upon grace. Yes. Um, So with that being said, we just pray that it was able to bless every Mm -hmm. listener and uh, that everyone was able to get some kind of nuggets out of it, you know, and and just look at your own personal relationships and see some things that you might be able to apply and be grateful for, Mm -hmm. you know. Um, 
But that's pretty much it for this for part one of Marriage versus Children. Make sure to stay tuned for part two. It is just as good. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're going to be interviewing a couple we haven't heard from since our Valentine's episode. Mm-hmm. Um, Jim and Lindsay, mm-hmm. uh, parents of three little boys. The oldest is nine. Mm-hmm. Ooh, Jesus. <laughs> All right. But we had such a great time with them as well. Uh, we can't wait to, for you guys to listen to that next week. We absolutely love you guys. Once again, thank you so much for joining us. Um, let us know how we can pray for you. Leave a comment, send us a message, whatevs. And until next time, this is Team Gomez. Signing off. Bye. bye. <laughs> I don't know. Does that sound masculine when I say bye? I don't know. I don't know. Question. I question. Bye. Bye. <laughs> that sounds even weirder. <laughs>